Hello, I'm Rupert Bell here in the splendid Grand Hall at Olympia in London for the sixth qualifier in this year's Rolex World Cup. There are 13 in all, and after five, it's Rodrigo Pessoa who leads the way. But in fourth is Switzerland's Piers Schweitzer, who is among our 37 strong entry for today's qualifier in front of a sellout, festive crowd of over 8,000. Schweitzer will start among the favourites as he's already enjoyed a terrific show. Also in the field is Edwina Alexander, who won here 12 months ago, beating Britain's John Whitaker in a jump-off. But so far for Alexander, the World Cup qualifiers have not gone as well as the Australian would have liked. A little disappointing here and there. I've had a few unlucky faults. Um, Ito has only jumped a couple of the World Cups, you know, so uh, I've got a big season ahead of me. My other best horse, Sukrat, has been out for the last eight months, so he's coming back next year, so hopefully then I'll have a little bit stronger team. <laughs> Are you hungry to get to Geneva? Yeah, I'd love to go to Geneva. I think everybody would, you know, I think more so uh, to do the World Cup final in Europe than in America. America. It's just less travel and, you know, it's, it's basically, I mean, it's not my home country, but it feels like my home is Europe now. And, and um, so I think uh, that's what everybody's aim is, just to go to Geneva. Well, as we watch one of the warm-up displays that uh, are so much a feature of this show here at Olympia, the capacity crowd will be cheering on 12 British riders in this year's qualifier. But it has to be said, for British show jumping fans, these last 12 months have been pretty wretched. A disappointing made our Nations Cup campaign was followed by more disappointment on home soil in the European Championships. But the one bright spot has been the emergence of Ben Mayer as a world-class talent. An excellent seventh in last season's Rolex World Cup finals in Las Vegas was confirmation of this, and Mayer is determined to make it to Geneva. I've done one uh, World Cup qualifier earlier in the year um, with Wonderboy actually in Lyon and he was third so we have points on the table already. Um, Robin Hood's been on a bit of a break before this show so I'm hopefully going to use Robin Hood this week in the World Cup on Sunday. Um, more of, with an aim to try and uh, get Wonderboy through to the final in Geneva. I don't think I'll uh, try and push Robin Hood for the, the final in, in Geneva this year because we have the World Equestrian Games. So Ben Mayer hopeful of a good show this afternoon and as the course is being prepared for this afternoon's Rolex World Cup qualifier I'm joined by FEI TV's uh, Philip Gazala. Philip looking at this 37 strong field uh, how do you assess it? Rupert, actually, it wouldn't be the strongest welcome. I've been to most of them this year, and it's not the strongest field that we've had. Having said that, there are five, uh, yes, five out of the top ten of the Western European League here. Eric van der Vluten, who's been placed three times in third place with 37 points, he's looking for some points. But for me, the man in form is the Swiss European team champion from Windsor, Piers Weiser. He has had a phenomenal last few months since Windsor. Um, you mentioned Ben, and you spoke to Ben just now. I was saw Ben in Lyon. He, he rather surprised himself by coming third there. And he said, well, you know, I'll be at Olympia chasing those points. With regard to points, very, very important because they generally need about 40, 44 points to get to the final. And this is going to be very, very critical for some of these riders that, that are here from Great Britain who won't travel to Europe for the other competitions. Now, they've got German course builder Frank Rudenberger. He is a very, very tough course designer. We've yet to see the actual specifics of the course, but my guess is, like the rest of the rounds, it won't be easy. And out of the 30, you mentioned 37 riders, actually two have dropped out, it's 35 will start. And my guess is there won't be more than six or seven clear rounds. So as you say, 35 amongst those, last year's winner Edwina Alexander, not quite the start she would have liked to the campaign. 
No, it hasn't been. She got you, as you quite rightly say, she got her first Rolex watch here last year. And of course, all the winners of the World Cup qualifiers get a Rolex timepiece to take home with them. That's that's a big prize in itself. She went. She's been to all five qualifiers so far this year, and has only finished in the points twice. She finished eighth, and that was in Lyon. And she then, two or two or three weeks ago, she finished down in fourth place, and that was in Stuttgart. So she's had a very very slow start, but she does love Olympia, Edwina. And my guess is she'll be at the top of her form here. Who's going to win then? Pierre Schweizer. Pierre Schweizer says Philip Gazala. Let's now hear from Stephen Hadley, who's been out there walking the course, and he is Philip's co-commentator on FEI TV. I've had a look round, Rupert, and it looks plenty big enough, but the general consensus of opinion amongst the riders is it could be bigger. It's very straightforward. There's no trick distances at all. It's certainly not as big as the Gucci Masters and the Rolex Top 10 in Paris last week. Um, I think we'll get a few clear rounds. There are 35 starters, so what would you think? Six or seven? Seven or eight, I would say. I don't know what the course builder would be looking for. I'll, I'll have a word with Bob in a minute, Bob Ellis and Frank Rothenberger. But I would think seven or eight is what they normally aim for. And which particular fences do you think could catch them out? I would think the last fence is very short, on a very, very short five. Down the treble combination, a little bit long, very short to the second bit. And then a short distance onto the next one. It's not a going forward course. Again, as in modern courses, it's a little bit hanging onto the front end and adding strides. But whatever, it's a proper test, though. Ah, oh, it's the World Cup qualifier, isn't it? The biggest of the week. OK, yeah. well, let's see what happens in this sixth Rolex World Cup qualifier of uh, 2009-10 with the ultimate prize, a place in Geneva. First to go, Olivier Guillaume, Lord de France. So the first rider into the arena, then, for this sixth Rolex World Cup qualifier. So Michael Whittaker going along very nicely won a Rolex World Cup qualifier earlier this year and so far so good could he become the first British rider to go clear coming to the big Rolex fence and he's over that now just one more to jump there'll be a big cheer if he's clear yes he is so Britain makes it through to the jump off and that is Michael Whittaker one of the favorites here and the 8,000 crowd are delighted this is a very tidy looking round from Ben Mayer so far Britain's top-ranked show jumper hoping to join Michael Whitaker and the six other riders who are through to the jump off now to the Rolex fence it's over that now can he check it in can he join Michael Whitaker into the jump off yes he can Michael Whitaker is joined by Ben Mayer terrific round of jumping from Ben Mayer on Robin Hood now it's eight clears it's the last to go Penelope by Lord Carthago so, the final rider, 10 clear so far of the 35. And now coming to the final three fences. Will she be the 11th and final clear going through to a jump off? Over the Rolex fence, now coming to the last, has to check into it, and she's clear. Well, continuing in the excellent form that she's been throughout this year, Penelope is one of 11 riders now through to the jump off. She joins Kevin Stoat, her compatriot, along with, as I say, nine other riders. And obviously the big crowd here will be hoping that Ben Mayer and Michael Whitaker can pick up the spoils. So, three guns still looking for the first clear. Can the first clear come to Great Britain? Well, the crowd want Michael Whitaker to deliver the goods. His brother, John, sidelined with a broken ankle was runner-up here 12 months ago. 
So Michael Whitaker looking for his second Rolex World Cup qualifying success this year. Coming to the second fence, he's over that. Turns left-handed, because even if you have one down, a good time's gonna put you into the points, whatever happens here. So Michael Whitaker over, he's clear so far. Now he's going for it, turns right-handed. Now, comes to the next one. He's got close to skewers over that one, but he's got it over. Now to the double, he's clear over that. So, oh no, the second part's down, but he's still looking for a positive time. Coming to the final fence, and it's a... Good quick time, 35.16, that puts him into the lead, but unlucky, but it may not be good enough. One fence down, but Michael Whittaker still gonna pick up some useful points as he tries to qualify for Geneva. Fifth rider to go then of the 11 is Ireland's Kian O'Connor on Rancorado. If he goes clear, he'll be going into the lead, but there's still a question of trying to get the speed and tactics right here. But he's clear over three fences now to the next big fence, and he's over that. Just being fairly sensible at the moment. And over the next fence, that's the big spread, but he rattles that, and he's just checking into the double, but over the fence that Michael Whitaker had down, so he's still clear. So this is important. This is going to be some good points for Kieran O'Connor if he can go clear. He's clear, so he's set the marker. Is it going to be good enough? But he's importantly clear, and it was a good time. Deceptively quick from Kieran O'Connor, 35.66, goes into the lead after five of the 11 riders. Bell goes then for Ben Mayer. Can he go quicker than Kean O'Connor? Can he become the first British winner since Robert Smith in 2005? He's over the FEI upright. Now huge over that next fence, turning right-handed now. Is he looking good for the time? 21, it's gonna be maybe just a bit slow. Rattles that, still clear. Now coming to the double. It's not too bad. 20, he's still got a real chance. Now he's gonna gallop now to the final fence. This could be close. Ben galloping into it. Is it gonna be good enough? Is he gonna get it? Has he got it? No! Just outside for Ben Mayer. 36.07. He's behind Kian O'Connor, but he's gone into second spot. Gave it a huge gallop into that final fence, but maybe not quite enough. Still, Kieran O'Connor has the lead. So just two to go, and it's Kieran O'Connor still out in front with his time of 35.66 ahead of Ben Mayer. And it's Eric van der Vleuten, who's uh, been in such good form, currently third in the Rolex World Cup standings. Horse again bucking as he's going across the arena which is not going to help his cause, but he turns there, he's got the horse under control now, into the fence number three, on the angle, jumps that, but he's making and eating up the ground quickly, it bucks again. Can't be easy when you're trying to get rhythm into the horse, but he's really pushing it, he's 23, he's right up there, or oh, he just checks into the double. Can he now? This is going to be very close. Can he get inside Kian O'Connor's time? It's going to be very close. Is it going to be good enough? It looks as if it is. Yes, it is. Into the lead goes Eric van der Vleuten. He's been the four man so far. He's already had a second and a third, and it now looks as if he could be the winner here of the Rolex World Cup qualifier. For France, Penelope Le Prevost with the national stars by Lord Cathago. So the final rider coming in. At the moment it's 
Netherlands, Ireland and Britain. That's the one, two, three. Can the French? Looks as if she's trying to be positive. She is going for it. She's still clear. Well, now she's getting aggressive. Now, it may just be a little bit down. Coming now to the double through the first part. Now the second part. One more fence to go. Now she's galloping into it. Is it going to be good enough? Final fence. She's over it. Is it going to be enough? No. 35.97. That means that she's finished third. She's just gone ahead of Ben Mayer. But it is a win for Holland. And it's Eric van der Vleuten, a terrific performance, because it didn't look the easiest of rides, but it's confirmed that he's the four man after six rounds of the Rolex World Cup qualifiers, because he now goes to the top of the standings after his brilliant performance here in Olympia. Well, Eric, many congratulations. Winning your first Rolex, always special, but it was a, a tough call in a very competitive jump off. Yeah, I think it was a good jump off. I was second last to go, and I got some advice from uh, from Rob Aarons, our, our chef de keep, our coach. Um, he told me a little bit how to go because I didn't see any of the other riders go, and uh, but my horse was feeling good, and uh, I was planning to give it a try today, and uh, it worked out very well. So I'm very happy about it. In the jump off, seeing a horse buck is not the usual way to go and win one, but you were saying that uh, the, more, the more your horse bucks, the better he's going to go. No, how more he bucks. I mean, it's not always that easy, but uh, uh, when he bucks like that, I mean, he feels himself good and he's in a good, in a good mood and he's in a good, uh, good sharp, and he, you know. And, um, and I must say, he felt also the first round, <coughs> he felt very good. And uh, so I was thinking, uh, I want to I give it a try today. Yeah. And, talk, and talk about consistency so far through this Rolex World Cup series. You've had four events now, four very good finishes, culminating this win. That more or less, well, that seems to book your place now for Geneva. Yeah, the points are, are safe now for, for uh, Geneva, yeah, 57 points. So that's all right. Um, so I have to make a good plan now for, for Tombay to, uh, to work uh, to, the, to the World Cup final. Has it gone better than you thought? I mean, to, you know, four events and suddenly find yourself top of the standings and in a way you can now, get, as you say, get ready for Geneva. No, I mean, that's very good. I mean, you, have, you need also a little bit of luck in the beginning of the season. You know, if you have the first World Cup and you have one down and you don't get any points, I mean, then it gets harder and harder on the end of the season to, to get the points. So it, it, it feels very good uh, on the end of the year uh, with Christmas if, you, if you're ready for the, for the final. So uh, in that case, I'm, I'm very happy about it. And have you got through to World Cup finals before? Will this be a special moment? I did a few World Cups, um, but I think now I have a very good horse who can do it uh, very good. I did, I think, uh, three or four, yeah, no, at least four World Cup finals who have been um, not bad, but not really in the top. So uh, I hope now with this horse, he gets now the experience. He's 11 years old, so I hope now he's, he's ready to do it. Well done today. You'll enjoy wearing your, your Rolex, won't you? Yeah, I will. Thank you very much. So congratulations to Eric van der Vleuten winning this year's Rolex World Cup qualifier here at Olympia. A terrific performance by the Dutchman that has catapulted him to the top of the standings. He can now prepare for his appearance in the finals in Geneva in April. There are still seven more rounds to go. It's been yet another terrific show here at Olympia. Sellout crowds all throughout the week. Now we can think about the other shows to come in the springtime. But from us all here, and from me, Rupert Bell, a very happy Christmas.